You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Chicago Bears have a tough balance for Matt Nagy to try and support Andy Dalton as much as possible and win football games with him as their presumed starter, while also trying to develop Justin Fields and cater the offense to his skill set. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On the show today, the delicate balance between Dalton and Fields and how Matt Nagy is caught sort of trying to serve two masters or at least two outcomes and two processes here that might not always go exactly step for step. We'll hear his thoughts on tailoring the offense before we have to understand how do you tailor your offense to two different quarterbacks that do things in two different ways. Plus, we'll check in on Nick Foles in this conversation as well and the the likelihood that he still even is on the roster come week one. When the Bears first signed Andy Dalton, before we knew whether they would have a rookie quarterback and before we knew they would trade up for and prioritize such a high-profile quarterback in the draft, the idea was that you reunite him with his offensive coordinator, Bill Lazor, in Cincinnati, and you build this Bears offense and you kind of tweak it and tailor it a little bit more to like something between what we saw in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky and both part of the problem too we we don't know which Mitch Trubisky offense the one that started the season or the one that finished the season as they kind of adapted that as this season went on and then of course hybridizing that with what we had seen from Bill Lazor in Cincinnati you know not that it's two completely different things there's still a lot of similarities but there's a delicate mix there of trying to find out what's going to work best for Andy Dalton but then you add in Justin Fields and all of a sudden that's a separate consideration of another quarterback who of course you want to mold your offense to and you want to support in every way shape or form even more so than Andy Dalton right the long term here is Justin Fields and Dalton is that bridge he's on a one-year deal that's the extent of Andy Dalton that we're going to see and so while it is important in the short term it is not as important as changing things for Fields but if the Bears are still going to roll forward with Dalton as that plan, they can't just ignore him either. So it's a tough spot for Matt Nagy to be in. And it sounds like, based on the latest we've heard from the head coach, that he's going to try and do both. We're going to adapt to to each of these quarterbacks. And so um, it's very, very important that we put Justin in positions, um, you know, play-wise to things that he's done in his past that he feels very comfortable with. When you watch the plays that he ran at Ohio State, there's a lot of similarities. You know, Coach Day has been in a lot of different college offenses, and he's also did it in Philadelphia and in San Francisco as a quarterback coach. So he knows the NFL game and the NFL concept. So sometimes it's just language and it's how you teach the play. But um, for us, for all three of these guys, these quarterbacks, we're going to adapt to what they do best. It's the same thing with Andy, right? Andy's been in a lot of different offenses. 
And so what are things that he does well? If there's a concept or play that, that these guys don't like or don't feel that we run in this offense, that they say, you know what, Coach, I don't like that, man. That doesn't fit what we do or what I, how I like to see the play. Then we're going to bag it. We're going to get rid of it. Um, we've done that in the past. The last three years, we've taken some concepts. Um, even, even with Mitchell, you know, going back to North Carolina, some things that he did at North Carolina just to make him feel comfortable. And I think that's very important. And if, if we're being stubborn as coaches and saying, you got to, as a quarterback, make this play work because it's worked in the past, that's not fair. And, and so we're going to make sure that each of these guys have an equal opportunity to, to excel at what they do best. And it's our job as coaches to make sure that we listen to them. That audio of Bears head coach Matt Nagy, courtesy of our friends from 670 The Score, part of our partners with Odyssey now on the Lockdown Podcast Network. And I think there's some lessons learned there from Matt Nagy with, with the Mitch Trubisky era. And as much as he tried to sprinkle in there, you know, we've been doing that over the last three years. It was a criticism of Nagy, especially at the start of this past season, but even going through 2019 a little bit, questioning whether Mitch was being put in the best positions to be successful. And it's one of those things where on the outside, we don't know what the play call is, and we don't know what the discussions are during the week, and we don't know exactly what the game plan is. So we can't sit here and say definitively, oh, the Bears weren't doing this or weren't doing that or weren't trying this or weren't trying that for these reasons. But we kind of felt like sometimes they weren't using Mitch's legs enough and they weren't making things as easy on him as they could have been until the end of the 2020 season when they kind of scrapped a lot of what Matt Nagy wanted to do and went to more of that Kyle Shanahan, you know, stretch run, play action, rollout type offense that simplifies things downfield a little bit more for Trubisky and it's how the Bears turned some things around at the end of this past season. So then you come into that with Dalton and Fields and of course, you know, Nagy says the right things there that, yes, yeah, we do want to tailor it and we do want our, our quarterbacks to kind of be able to communicate with us. And I, I remember that being a thing with Mitch where I think it was this season or maybe it was later in 2019 where they said he, he kind of had more of that confidence to step up and push back on his coaches a little bit and just kind of say, hey, I, I don't like the way we're doing this or I think we should do more of this and, and express more of what he was and wasn't comfortable with. And I think at the very least, that's where you see growth from Matt Nagy that he is going to be more open to that and more willing to listen because he's kind of gone through that before with Mitch and now it should be I hate to use their favorite word of the offseason but it should be a little bit more collaboration between the offensive coaches and and the quarterbacks getting their say in how this offense should look like but then the issue comes with each quarterback likely wanting some different things not drastically different but different enough that it's hard to prioritize both at the same time without some conflict there so we'll try and separate how to best build an offense around Andy Dalton and how to best build an offense around Justin Fields and figure out where they're the same and different next on Locked On Bears either way this offense is going to have a lot of moving parts and no one knows more about moving parts than our friends at rockauto.com. They're a family business that have been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. They've got everything you could possibly need for your vehicle. Engine control modules and fuel pump assemblies to the easy stuff like motor oil, tail lamps, and even just new carpet. So whether you're fixing up a classic car in the garage or you just want to tune up your daily commuter, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. 
you might not know that some of the chain stores will have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. But rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody. So don't spend up to twice as much for the same parts somewhere else. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com I don't want to oversimplify this, but I, I feel like Matt Nagy has the potential here to help his offensive system kind of build off of itself a little bit here as they prepare eventually for that transition from Andy Dalton to Justin Fields whenever that may come. But if you sort of structured in that way, maybe it does delay that transition a little bit as you make things build up more and more for Justin Fields compared to Andy Dalton. Because when we think about Dalton as a quarterback, especially more so at this stage of his career, not that he's in his 40s and decrepit out there from NFL standards, but, you know, he's not as spry of a young lad as he may have been once before. But this is a quarterback that tends to throw it short, tends to check it down and take some of the quicker, easier, over-the-middle type stuff that, you know, live to, live to throw another down and just put it in the hands of your playmakers and, and make them be in position to create plays after the catch. I mean, it's some of what attracted the Bears to Andy Dalton in terms of this West Coast system, trying to scheme things open quickly and easily. And maybe Dalton is a little bit more limited then in terms of going vertical and really opening things up and letting these sort of full plays develop. You know, not that he's not capable of it, but he isn't as athletic as far as extending plays. And his arm strength is not top tier. He doesn't have a noodle arm necessarily, but it's not quite top tier. He's got pretty good touch, and we've seen him have good placement downfield with a receiver like A.J. Green in Cincinnati, so it's not as though he's only captain check down Charlie by any means, but he tends to just be a little bit more effective and comfortable in some of those shorter areas, and offensive line can have an impact on that, and receiving talent can also have some impact on that, but that's sort of what we're expecting from Andy Dalton, and so that's where the Bears offense can kind of start in a little bit more of its its base forms there, maybe a little bit more simplified straight drop-back passing in that, and you know, you can do some regular play action, but you know, not so much the rollouts and the moving pockets as much for Andy Dalton, unless you just really need to simplify it that way for him the way they did for Mitch Trubisky. But ideally, you know, he can drop back there and stand in the pocket and, you know, make that read on the slant flat or the curl flat or just, you know, a drive concept over the middle. Nothing that's going to be too difficult and force him to hold on to the ball too long to be able to keep that offense moving and keep it coming along. But then, you know, you start to want to fold in Justin Fields a little bit here and we saw Fields in college be particularly deadly in that intermediate to deep range it's not so much you know the 60 yard bombs I mean he's he's thrown some some big cannons downfield but it's like you know that 15 to 25 yard downfield throw past the sticks kind of stretching the defense between those you know deep safeties over the top and the underneath 
coverage underneath, whether it's man or zone underneath, trying to find some of that space in between is where Justin Fields has been so deadly. And you also want to get Justin Fields involved in the running game a little bit, not only with potential read options to use his legs, but also some run pass options to give him that opportunity to make a quick decision and throw versus keep it and run. Whereas you don't necessarily want to rely on Andy Dalton in that same way, just because of the mobility difference a little bit. And, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult for Dalton to go from sort of making that that horizontal mesh point with the running back to then pull it in and throw as opposed to more of a, you know, a straight drop back and play action that like he's sort of normally used to. Justin Fields can be a little bit more off platform throwing if he needs to pull that ball in and make a quick decision with an unblocked defender bearing down on him. But Fields is also a quarterback that we saw sometimes last year be a little bit slow to go through his progression and, and especially you know getting off of that first read because he wants to make that first read happen right he's kind of he's waiting for he's like he's trying to let that play happen and when maybe sometimes he should just move on to his second and his third and kind of go through the progression that way and so as a result you see him be a quarterback that maybe does hold on to the ball a bit longer than Andy Dalton does certainly but he can also extend those plays with his legs so he has more permission to Extend, you know, to, to hold on to the ball longer and to let some of those things develop downfield because he, he knows how to be able to get away with it in the pocket. At least he did at the college level. And so you can see where you might start out with sort of the, the quicker, simpler Andy Dalton offense. And you would also kind of have Justin Fields maybe start there and work through some of those quick decisions and not sitting as much on wanting to wait for that one read to get open that you're looking for instead of kind of going on to the next things like drilling some of that through him with the Andy Dalton style level of this offense and then you sort of build up to what Justin Fields can be more of and can be more capable of and maybe you know maybe the run pass options and read options aren't something you really have to build up to and you would implement those right away as soon as Justin Fields gets on the field so he can have some of those quicker easier decisions and keep the offense moving and build some of that confidence with those you know that that you don't really have to build up to as much although you're not going to really do them as much with Andy Dalton and that's where the conflict starts right you, you're not really going to run those and practice those as much with your offensive linemen and your tight ends blocking and, and your running backs with that same mesh point with Andy Dalton as you might with Justin Fields. And that's where you start to serve a little bit of two masters. But you can see where from a passing standpoint and from a, a greater scheme diversity, opening up to more of those intermediate and downfield throws is what Justin Fields is sort of here for. But you don't want to just throw him into that right away. Like that's what you want to build up to for him. And so like as much as I think you could kind of throw Justin Fields into the Andy Dalton level of offense sooner, you, you also want to wait and build him up to be able to do sort of the full, for lack of a better term, Patrick Mahomes level of downfield passing offense from, from a scheme standpoint of what you open up for a, an experienced Andy Reid style system quarterback to do with some of that mobility. Not, not making Justin Fields Patrick Mahomes, I'm just talking about level of offensive understanding that you want to build up to over time to open things up more beyond where Dalton is. So I, I think they can kind of both start at Dalton level offense early on here and then you want to build up Justin Fields and you don't necessarily want to throw him in too early before you can kind of open up to that bigger and better and greater offense. I mean, you can kind of do some of that on the fly, but you'd like to be able to kind of practice it and work it in a little bit more and, and slowly graduate up to be able to be that full-fledged vision of what Matt Nagy wants to do with this offense and this young quarterback.
It feels like they were maybe trying to get to a little bit more of that style of passing last year when, when Nick Foles came into the offense, but of course, they didn't have the consistent enough blocking to be able to let those plays develop downfield, and obviously, Foles had some accuracy and completion issues of his own that helped bring things down before he then got hurt and derailed everything, and now we're kind of left wondering, like, why is Nick Foles even here other than his contract situation, but I'm not positive that he's still going to be here by the time week one rolls around. So we'll check in on the Foles situation, and we can loop Anthony Miller a little bit into this as well next on Locked On Bears. Our partners over at betonline.ag have a ton of different ways you can bet on Justin Fields. The latest one I've seen is a prop bet. Will Justin Fields start game one of the 2021 regular season Heavily favored right now is the no at minus 425. You can get plus 250 odds on Justin Fields' yes to start game one of the regular season. Very similar lines for both Mac Jones and Trey Lance as well as far as when they will make their first NFL starts. A lot of expectations holding up there for the rookie quarterbacks to stay on the bench. You can also put odds down on Offensive Rookie of the Year. Lawrence is the favorite, of course, followed by Trey Lance. And Justin Fields just behind him at plus 700. That's a seven-time return on your investment if Fields gets on the field and lights it up as a rookie. So now's a great time to sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and enter our promo code Locked On to receive your free 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. If you're trying to cut down on the unhealthy foods this summer, then I highly recommend you add Built Bars to your diet. They truly are the best tasting protein bars ever because they taste like candy bars, but they're good for you. Almost every flavor is up to 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories. They're all low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they taste so good. I've had every single flavor up to this point. I think my favorites are coconut, raspberry, and salted caramel, but you can't go wrong with any of them. They've got something for everybody. I'm telling you, you got to try it for yourself to truly believe it. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code L-O-C-K-E-D. One five for fifteen percent off at builtbar.com. Remember last year when Nick Foles was going to be the answer and he was the former Super Bowl MVP that the Bears acquired and he knew the Bears' offense and he was going to be the solution, at least in the short term, for the quarterback position. And now a year later, we're a few weeks removed from trying to trade him, and he's still under the contract, but we really don't hear almost anything about him at this point. And it makes me wonder still just how secure his spot is on this roster. That, yes, his contract is fully guaranteed. I, the Bears are not going to just cut him at any point. The reporting was, I believe it was Adam Kaplan had said that the Bears tried to trade Nick Foles during the draft. Couldn't really find any offers. I think the Eagles were a team that was sort of rumored slash reported, depending on you know how you want to draw the line between that, but couldn't really find any takers 
at that point. Same kind of thing with Anthony Miller. We talked about him a little bit on yesterday's podcast and how it appears he's getting another chance. But with both of these guys, they seem to me like pretty prime candidates to be a potential training camp slash preseason trade target. That when you look around the NFL, right now, no one really wants them or just can't get decent enough compensation for them because everybody just finished free agency and now currently the draft. And, you know, they're, they're filling up their 90-man roster with, you know, future guys and guys you want to develop and bottom-of-the-roster players. But everybody already made those decisions about who's going to be their backup quarterback and who's going to be their number three wide receiver. You know, they tried to kind of iron that out ahead of time. And if they didn't ahead of time, they certainly tried to get it completely figured out during the 2021 NFL draft. So, like, at this stage in the offseason, every team feels like they checked all of their boxes. You know, you're not going to get to mid to late May and feel like, ah, crap, we still need a quarterback. Or, ah, crap, we don't have enough wide receivers. Or, ah, crap, we need a starting right tackle. You know, everyone's had a plan and executed that plan to the fullest extent that they could and are now stuck with whatever results they got out of doing that plan. So you're not going to see teams with a big opening for Nick Foles right now in mid to late May. But come training camp and come preseason, you know, all it takes is one injury, even to just a backup quarterback somewhere. It doesn't have to be a starter that goes down and is going to miss the whole season for his team. It certainly could be, but all it takes is kind of that one quarterback injury or that one maybe quarterback trade, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers moves somewhere and we see some, you know, some different movement to a couple of different places, I don't think Foles would be traded to the Packers directly, but, you know, if another quarterback opening became available, whether it's Houston and Deshaun Watson or something happens with Seattle and Russell Wilson or, you know, wherever it might be, some team in all likelihood will have some kind of opening for a veteran quarterback. Maybe it's even midway during the season before the trade deadline. Maybe it's not a week one hard deadline that Nick Foles is or isn't here. But at the same time, if you're the Bears, do you want to carry three quarterbacks into this regular season? You know, Justin, you know, if something happens to Andy Dalton, Justin Fields is going to be the first one in. in. Right? There's no, there's not really a path here where Nick Foles sees any playing time whatsoever. So then at that point, like, what's he here for other than the fact that he's just got that guaranteed salary? So I think eventually some team's situation will open up in the right way to have a Nick Foles deal open up a little bit. It's not going to be for a fourth-round pick and be the return on investment the Bears are maybe looking for, but you know, I look around teams like the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Jets, the Bengals, the Lions, the Browns, the Chargers. They've all got a decent amount of salary cap space left, and there's just not that much to spend it on at this point so again if, if something happens to a quarterback and they can go in and get a veteran like Nick Foles with experience and he's been in a lot of different systems and he can be you know all the reasons the Bears brought Nick Foles in in the first place I think that's still the most likely path here because it just feels like a wasted 53-man roster spot that you could use on more depth at another position where you might actually need it and I, I would also include Anthony Miller in this role as a possibility, and I think it's more likely that Miller does get a full last chance and does have another season on this Bears roster. He's still on his rookie contract. He's so cheap. There's not really a big reason to get rid of him unless he really violates team rules or is just a negative in the locker room in some way that we just don't really get a lot of visual of from outside of the organization. But 
if a team has an injury at receiver and they want to take a chance or, you know, if the Bears are thinking about cutting him at the end of the 53-man roster cut down anyway, then, you know, you dish him for a late-round pick as opposed to cutting him. I mean, I could still see that as a, a potential possibility for them too. So I would, I would just keep an eye out when you hear about an injury or a trade or some kind of shakeup for any other team at quarterback or wide receiver. That's who I would circle as the potential target for Nick Foles or Anthony Miller. Whatever happens with them, you can be sure we'll keep you up to date with all of the latest Chicago Bears news and analysis right here on the Lockdown Bears podcast. So make sure that you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. We'll have plenty more Bears off-season updates for you as we go through voluntary workouts and OTAs. We'll check in on how this Bears offensive line is coming together and how this Bears offensive line plan is supposed to work. We may also check in with the San Francisco 49ers and how the parallels are here, how they're handling Trey Lance compared to how the Bears are handling Justin Fields and how a lot of 49ers fans still wanted Justin Fields with that third overall pick. So we'll have a lot more goodies coming your way. I hope you'll keep tuning in and keep following along with us all off season long. And in exchange, I promise you that the podcast will make it that much easier to bear down.